Lisa Kay, connecting the community on Talk of the Town. It is time for Talk of the Town. I'm Lisa Kay, back in the KTOE studio. And we are checking in with our friends from Minnesota Valley Action Council today. Anne McGregor back in. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. I heard you were at Dancing with the Mankato Stars. I was. It was a really fun event. I heard between that event and your event that you host, those are the events to be at. That's right. what I heard. Yeah, right? Yep. Uh, the the lip sync battle. That's going to come back this year, right? That is coming back. It's going to be September 29th. And we are in the process right now of looking for teams. Oh. We do have four teams already and there's 12 slots. So anybody that wants to have a team, contact me at Ann at mnvac.org. Now, I think that if you're if you're comfortable with getting up on stage, I mean, it's that's a lot of fun dancing, but you're lip syncing to your favorite songs, too. Right. So. so it's all about, you know, the performance. And also you need to know the words to the song because it has to look like you're actually singing. Right. Yep. That's going to be a blast. Oh, can't wait to see. Year two, um, you brought somebody in with a familiar last name. I did. Steve McGregor. <laughs> and yes, we're related. He's my brother-in-law. Uh, he's going to be talking about the RLP program, which is the rehab loan program. Okay. We had Mariah in. Yeah, we oh, were talking about loans, yeah, right? Yeah, talking about the loans. And like I told you, there's so much depth to MVAC. So we talked about the loans overall. Now, Steve is going to talk to you about the rehab loan and the emergency loan. And they're through Minnesota Housing. And this is for those that are experiencing very low income that own their home. And uh, yeah, Steve, how did you get to work with your sister-in-law? He was lucky. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Actually, it was uh, her son, my nephew, Nick, had the same position, recruited me. I was a contractor for 20 years and seven of those years also was a home inspector. Oh, okay. So uh, as I'm getting up here in the twilight years, it's a good move for me to make it easier on my body. (laughs) Right, right. And so how long have you been with Minnesota Valley Action Council? Uh, It'll be three years in August. Okay. All right. So you've got substantial uh, knowledge under your belt here, under your tool belt, as the case may be, um, to talk a little bit about some of these programs. Um, Do you work with only these two specific loan programs or are these two programs? Uh, No, there's some other ones that we, I also work with. We have a small cities development program that our grants that we work with those occasionally, um, those are winding down. And then I also work with um, Dakota County Community Development Agency on a contract basis to help them out uh, on an overflow basis. Okay. All right. So when you move over to Minnesota Valley Action Council and start working with the, um, and you had RLP? Yeah, RLP. So it's Rehab Loan Program. Rehab Loan Program. And then there's another one, the ELP. Right. That's for emergencies. Oh, we're going to learn all about the differences between the two and who's eligible for them. Where do we want to start with this? Well, I think with, you know, talking about the programs, the basic one, the Rehabilitation Loan Program, or RLP, which is uh, provided through Minnesota Housing and Finance Agency, um, it is an income-based program, but it's designed to help people do rehab work on their homes. We go out and do an inspection on their property, determine what the rehab needs are, uh, and then based on that, we put together a scope of work. Uh, we'll make sure the homeowner approves it, and then we try to go, go out and get bids for help them get bids for the project. Um, we do type of things. We type of things we'll do are roofing, siding, windows, doors, energy efficiency improvements, such as insulation if we need to be, foundation repairs, uh, other structural repairs. Uh, we have a total of thirty-seven thousand five hundred dollars that we can work towards that. A part of the money also has to go towards addressing any lead-based paint hazards that oh, are in the home. Okay, okay. So that can oftentimes take up a fair amount of the money, but uh, it's to help improve the safety for the people living in the home. And so how is it that, um, it sounds like 
this is kind of a, an easy morph from what you used to do into what you're doing now because you're kind of acting like a contractor, right? I mean, you come yes. in and you kind of do the inspection, which you've done before, right. and then you take a look at everything and, and go out and find the people that will do the work or bid the work. Yes. Well, what my role is is once I go through and identify what needs to be done, it's writing up the specifications and scope of work for the work to be done. And then we prepare bid packets. Those bid packets are then provided to the homeowners. The homeowners are actually the ones that have to contact the contractors, but we give them a list of contractors that we've worked with. And then when the bids come in, we do a comparison of the bids, and I work with the homeowners, and then we will award the bids to the homeowners. It's generally based on lowest bid, but there may be other criteria such as when they can get the work done Mm -hmm. that may impact who we choose. Sure. Has it gotten difficult for you with supply chain and all uh, like employment issues and things like that going? Very difficult. We are we struggle with the contractors. The contractors we work with are struggling trying to find help. Right. They've had problems getting materials. So our turnaround of projects, we used to try to get them done in three or four months. Sometimes we're now up to twelve to sixteen months before they can complete the work oh. because the contractors are so busy they can't find the help. So to any contractors out there that are looking to get involved with a program like MVAC, uh, you're guaranteed payment with these projects and you know working with us and we're helping people better their homes, right. please get a hold of us at MVAC. We'd be happy to have you come work with us. Those that are getting a hold of you are people that are interested in this particular um, program, the rehabilitation loan program. Um, how do you always necessarily know when you need something done to your home? Well, I think most people will realize that, you know, when you've got uh, drafty windows uh, coming in, your heat bills go high, or you may see some water damage, your roof, you look at your shingles, you can see they're in poor condition, your siding is in poor condition. Generally, when people look at a home, they're going to be able to determine what they need, Mm -hmm. Um, and they may not have the financial means themselves to get it done, but working with MVAC, then we can try to help them get that stuff taken care of for them. So there are some eligibility requirements needed. Not everybody can come in and say, hey, you know what, I want that, I want want to be a part of that program. Correct. Yeah, it's all, it is income based and the, I will say the income levels are pretty low. Um, we have an application people fill out. There is no credit score check on it. So we're not looking at the credit score. It's based on more on their income and the eligibility to verify that their income is uh, within their guidelines. Do you have to own the property or can you be a landlord or an owner that's maybe renting to somebody and, and use this? Or You have to be the owner of the property and it has to be your primary residence. Okay. And so these programs, that there is a timeline. It's a deferred loan that if it's on real property, the loan is for 15 years and after 15 years, the loan is forgiven. We also can do work on mobile homes oh, okay. or manufactured homes. And for the manufactured homes, the time frame is 10 years. And after 10 years, it's forgiven. Okay. And that's a little bit different, I guess. I mean, are there a lot of other programs that will help with just the the structure itself sitting on somebody else's property, essentially? No. This is the only program. Some of the other programs that we've worked with, as I said, uh, small cities programs, they do not allow any rehab work on mobile homes. So the rehabilitation loan program through Minnesota Housing Finance Agency is the only one that we work with that can do that. And so they would need to contact you and say, hey, I live here. And then do you run into any... Um, issues being able to come in and do that work on um, a property where somebody's paying a lot rent on? Or? Well, th- sometimes the problems we run into, there are cases where it happens where the the uh, home may have more needs than we can ha- okay. handle. Okay, sure, right. So, so we may not always be able to do that. You know, one of the other um, eligibility rules is you have to have lived in that house at least six months. So, okay. you know, we've got people that I bought this 
mobile home and um, it just got it and it needs a lot of work and it's like so that's eh. not going to qualify somebody qualify. for that yep. okay all right and you said that there's a, a minimum and a maximum loan amount for this particular program correct the minimum is uh, two thousand dollars and the maximum is thirty seven thousand five hundred dollars there are some loan related costs that have to have to be covered with that cost, but still you're looking at a very large sum of money to be able to use for rehabilitation work. Can you tell me about loan forgiveness like the, the, in, in the whole repayment thing? How does that work? So it is a 0% interest deferred loan, meaning there's no payments and no interest accruing on this. And then when the end of the period is 15-year period for real property, 10 years for mobile home, at that point in time, the loan is forgiven by the Minnesota Housing Finance Agency. Um, there is no interest or payments in there, as I said. However, you have to maintain that home as your primary residence for the entire length of the loan. Okay. If you do not, then the balance of that loan is becomes due and payable upon you leaving that house, selling it, or even in the event of a death, that that has to be um, paid for. So there is a lien that is placed. There's a mortgage on the real property mm-hmm. and a, a lien card for the, for the mobile homes. So when that transfers, that triggers to get the clear okay. title that that okay. needs to be paid back. And after the 15 years, then Minnesota Housing will issue a satisfaction. Okay. Now, Steve, I know that you mentioned some of the, the basic home improvements that you will do. Um, what is all eligible? So you've you said windows and roofing. Windows and like doors, um, lead paint issues, uh, electrical issues, plumbing issues, well or septic repair, um, mold remediation, siding. Uh, doors, so any other potential structural damage that may have occurred due to water damage in a home, mm-hmm. those types of things. And as far as income limits, you mentioned that they were low. Does that depend on the number of people that are in the house, in the structure? Yes, it's, it, it is uh, based on the number of people. For example, if there's one person in the household, the income limit is 24700 mm. um, However, if there is four people in the household, then the income limit is 35200 Okay. All right. If people need more information about this or wondering maybe if, if they qualify for um, looking into this particular loan program, uh, the best place to contact? Would be to give me a call at 507-345-2427. And I assume that that would be the same place to go if we're talking about the Emergency and Accessibility Loan Program, the ELP, which is the second one we're going to talk about. Right. And the ELP is... It's kind of, they claim it as an emergency. It does take you know, a fair amount of time to do it. This one here program only has a $15,000 limit and has more specific issues that it can address, such as failure of some of your basic systems of heating, electrical, ventilation, or plumbing, mm. roof leaks that have resulted in additional damage to the interior of the home, uh, any structural failure of a foundation, walls, or roof that could result in the collapse of the property, um, and then if there's some blood level issues related to lead that are elevated, then we can address that. And the other one, the big one that oftentimes it's used for is accessibility. Uh, if something happens to somebody to become disabled and there needs to be changes made to the home, right. they can do, do it through this program. Without those changes, they may not be able to live in the home. Right. If you need to put a ramp in or something like that Correct. or have to doorways widened, anything like that? Yes. And, and with that program, the maximum available on that one is uh, $15,000. The minimum amount is $1,000. Okay. And this has the same payback terms as their RLP program. 
All right. So uh, uh, income limits are around the same. Are they? Income are, limits are exactly the same. They are. Okay. Um, there is also a asset limit of $25,000 in assets that the person has, you know, can have, can't exceed the $25,000. Um, but uh, they're both very good programs. Uh, the, the emergency loan program, that one, we try to make that one go faster, uh, but it doesn't always work that way because, mm-hmm. we're, again, we're tied to contractors' availability and material availability. Right. Does it uh, time of year matter for you, too, as well? As far, I mean, like somebody needing something right now, if it's an emergency right now and we're like in freezing temperatures. It doesn't happen that fast. There's, the the name is kind of a misnomer okay. because it, it really is an emergency. We still have to go through the process of determining what the scope of work is, then going out and getting bids from contractors, awarding a bid to a contractor, and then, you know, the process of closing a loan. So it does not happen right away. It is a process that will take multiple months. Now, Steve, is this one the same as the RLP as far as um, different types of structures that would be eligible for it? Or are there, are there limitations on it? Yes, they're exactly the same. Okay. They're just two. They're diff- one is supposed to address a certain type of a, a rehabilitation need, hopefully on a faster basis than the rehab. That's the emergency one. Oh. Um, but ho- the RLP one is usually takes longer, but oftentimes it's the same contractors that we get are bidding on the projects. Sure. So then do you have people that um, maybe think that they need one and end up going to another? Yes. Oftentimes we do have cases where we can combine the two together. Oh, okay. So that, that increases the work that needs to be so you done. you get a loan on each side. Yes, we can get, a, we've had projects where we've gotten both an emergency and accessibility program a loan, and then a rehabilitation loan program. So that increases the amount of money that we have available. This is pretty incredible. Yes. It, it's really a good program, and a lot of uh, who we serve are seniors. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of apprehensive about it because of the 15-year limit. But, you know, we keep telling them it's either comes out of your pocket now or when the sale of your home, because they, oh, I don't want to leave my kids with this debt. Right. But either you're going to pay for it now or it'll when you sell your home then it'll come out of those proceeds and you're living there now and you're living there now and you deserve a safe home right correct and this is more of a rehab not a remodel mm-hmm. yeah. so we're not going to be doing that kitchen remodels, remodels. Mat, yeah <laughs> yeah this is things that you need this is for structure to make sure you have a safe and affordable decent home okay so then the first step for people listening that might think you know what these windows are bad i don't have the money for this i don't know if i qualify the, the first step is to give you guys a call correct yeah and then we'll talk them through ask them some questions about their situation and determine if this loan is actually something that they would qualify for and then if that's the case then we'll get them the paperwork and application that they need to fill out so that we can move forward with the project and if we find that they're not um, eligible we try to help them find some other financing through some other agencies that's what i was going to ask you because it seems like what you do with minnesota valley action council is if somebody has a problem in one area, they're going to have a problem in more than one area. Right. And so you really, these are all the people that you're bringing to meet me. Yes. Uh, you're, you're, the spokes of your wheel, are, are they go out all over the place. Yeah. Well, you know, we do our best to help people as much as we can. Um, you know, sometimes it's frustrating when we can't, but we will, like Ann says, we will do what we can to try to help them, you know, find some other help somewhere else. Do you have a the, like a best story from the work that you've done over the last three years that you can think of or somebody that you've helped that has just really stuck with you? Yes, we had a home here in Mankato that we started out with um, with a rehab loan, the RLP program, 
and we started finding a lot of issues. They had a problem with a, a chimney that was collapsing. Mm. And between my initial visit and a future visit, part of the chimney in the basement collapsed. And so that was pulling the structure of the two floors above there down on the home, oh my affecting everything. So we were able to get this RLP loan. We got an emergency loan. And then we were even able to work through the city of Mankato. They have a community development block grant program. We got them involved. And so we were able to do a huge amount of work for this home to bring it back to a stable condition uh, so the family could live there. So that was, that was a very good project to have. Yeah, that seems like some pretty serious structural damage that would have occurred. Very dangerous. Yes, it was. Uh, I mean, the homeowners now are very happy. They can back be living back in there, in their home, and it's safe. Right, right. That's got to be a good feeling for you at the end of the day. And I think at the end of the day, that's why you end up sticking with your... That's I mean, we, why yeah. I've been here 30 <laughs> years. Yeah, we've <laughs> talked about this a lot. Why, why, why do you stay somewhere for so long? Because you're doing such good work in the communities that you serve. We do. And yeah, like Steve said, if we don't have that program that can help them, we try to help them find... Because we know people in the other areas, and it usually helps if we make that first contact for them. Mm-hmm. Help to make people comfortable. Yep. Um, and where do we get in touch with Minnesota Valley Action Council? Uh, I know people, I would encourage you to go back on the KTOE uh, page, look at the blogs. You can find the other um, conversations that we've had with other people that work with Minnesota Valley Action Council. We talk about the spokes of the wheel reaching far, um, and you really do so much. Uh, what's the best way to contact? Um, probably through a phone call at 345-6822, and it's into the letters it's 345 mvac that's easier to remember (laughs) and then just you know tell the receptionist you know what it is that you need and they will try to locate you otherwise you can go to our website and that's um, mnvac.org and all of our programs with descriptions are listed there and then you can just click on that and uh I just got a Google thing that we had over 800 phone calls last month that came off of our website wow yeah so people are looking you up. Yep. Steve, thank you for all the work that you do to help keep people safe in their homes. Well, thank you. It's a, it's a nice transition for me to be able to do that, and, and I appreciate the opportunity to try to help people and ma- help maintain their homes. Yeah, and still using your expertise in such a great way. We yeah. love it. And who do you bring us next month? Are you Have you worked on that yet, or are we still thinking? Oh, we actually have the year scheduled out. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, everybody was fighting to get a chance to be in there, and I'm trying to think of who it is. I think it's uh, Community Services okay, and one of their employment programs. Is, they haven't decided which one, but they wanted to get a spot on. Wow. Perfect. I can't wait to meet them. Yep. Uh, Steve, it was... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, in Community Services, they're the ones that are going to be the recipient of Lip Sync this year. So, okay. Yep. So Perfect. it's another unmet need that we found, and... Uh, so they're going to get the money for it this year. So thanks for bringing Steve in. If you want to get in on that lip sync battle and you want to put a team together, contact through the website as well or um, phone number or what? Again, you can call me at uh, 345-6822 and ask for Ann or you can email me at Ann, it's A-N-N, at mnvac.org. I'll put all the contact info underneath this interview in the show notes. Ann and Steve from Minnesota Valley Action Council, thanks so much for your time. Thank, Thank you, you, Lisa.